Welcome to episode number 159 of Stand Under the Don't Tree and Riddle Me This, a podcast about video games. My name is Cole Ross, and I am joined via Skype tonight by... Dennis Furia. David Meisman. Ben Merkel. See, it's so much smoother when we agree on an order ahead of time. <laughs> Organization. I, I feel like that's not our way, though. It is, no, no. It is contrary to our way of podcast. I don't shoot from. I, we don't, I don't just shoot from the hip. I shoot from like other people's hips. Like I just, I just get it from behind them. And just. So, you really have no control when you shoot from other people's. Hips. I know, right? That's it's crazy. Just, it's got to, you know, got to live like you were dying. Um, so anyway, speaking of living like we're dying, we're here to talk about video games. Um, I haven't been playing much, but Ben assures me he has some kind of, uh, spectacular, um, some, some kind of spectacular thing, uh, that he's going to be talking about. And Dennis, you have, uh, not a game that you have been playing, but a game for us to play. Um, yeah. so we're going to, uh, we're going to do that. This might be a new, a new thing. Um, thing, capital T, uh, want to get a couple of things out of the way before we start. Uh, this is the first episode where we have the new website up. So you probably noticed when you went to grab this, that the uh, website's now sexy, still duckfeed.tv, still, uh, still duckfeed.tv slash don't tree riddle, but there's all kinds of sexy new stuff. We want you to help us, uh, bug fix the site, um, which it just involves if something is wrong, go to uh, go to the contact page and send me a bug report, and I'll get it fixed as soon as I can. You know, it's it's a pretty massive change. Uh, not everything goes perfectly, um, but yeah, we're here. Um, also, kind of a programming note: uh, the the most the most recent episodes available are from one eleven on. There were music licensing issues on those, so I had to uh, take them down. Uh, but uh, those were from a really long time ago, anyway. Um, but, uh, yeah, we will continue forging ahead, but that is, uh, that is the, um, that's the long and short of it. So with that business out of the way, we'll get back to more of it at the end. Um, we need to ask, what have you been playing specifically Ben? I have been playing, get ready for it. Civilization <laughs> revolution. Oh gosh. I love revolution! Have you, so who has heard of this game? Oh man, I, I've lost so many hours of my life to Civ Rev in various, uh, in various formats. Okay. I've heard of, but not played. So Cole, I need to provide no descriptions to, because you already know how the game works. You lose your life. Um, (laughs) So it's similar to most uh, MMORPGs, but it's not an MMORPG. It's a a a RTS in the same vein of Age of Empires. It's created by the same person, uh, Sid Meier's. Yes, yes, Sid Meier. Can can I take a crack at, um, at explaining it? Sure. It is the simplified and streamlined version of the civilization games, which are um, turn-based, you know, civilization-building games where you can win either through conquest, uh, science, or culture slash diplomacy. Any of that. Um, what are you playing it on, Ben? Uh, my PS3. Oh, okay, cool. So you're this- so you're actually playing like the pretty version. Yeah, Civ Rev is the only civilization game that was made for consoles, I believe. And it works. The rest of them are well. uh, PC games. Yeah, correct me if I'm wrong. No, no, you're, but, you're, you're, you're um, correct. Yeah, so it's yeah, it's pretty pretty. The graph, it's a, I think it's only two or three years old. I think it came out in 2008, maybe. Um, but yeah, so I guess the difference between this and most other RTSs is you're playing it on a globe. So imagine the flatland like you would normally have, and then wrap it around a globe. Yeah. Uh, Wait, the world isn't flat? Well, no. 
um but um so like each the land is kind of randomly generated there's a sea portion and then there's desert plains uh grass mountains it's kind of similar to settlers of Catan, um because each different area produces different uh resources that you can use and then you use that to build up your cities and yeah the goal is to you can either there's like four different ways to win you can either dominate the other cultures militarily like most games are where you just attack everyone else and take them over well the nice thing about this game is it offers alternatives to that um there's cultural victories where if you if you build these uh buildings that generate cultural like culture like cathedrals or palaces um then that gives maybe in america's case <laughs> only, yes only if it has a play um, place. you can build things like hollywood or like wonders that help you out with that and so if you do that um you'll have great people come to your cities and so it'll be famous people in history uh like i don't know pythagoras or thomas edison and then they'll give your city special perks um but the game has a lot of charm to it uh, you can play as different civilizations throughout history, and so you can. And each civilization has different upgrades. Uh, like uh, for each game, there it starts off at I think like maybe like four thousand BC, and it's turn based. So you have one turn to either build something or move infantry around. Um, and with each turn, I think a hundred years passes at the beginning and then it starts to slow to like five years passes at a time. And then eventually it's just one year passes at a time for each turn. But, um, you advance all the way up to, you know, the two thousands and everything. Um, but you have four different ages, like a prehistoric, uh, a middle ages, uh, industrial and a modern. And so with each one of those, each culture has a different perk that, gets added to them which kind of makes sense for whatever culture it is like so the egyptians get uh better resources in the desert and they get better trade um whereas the germans are better at woods and their military uh up updates automatically so um yeah and the british get like access to to like certain naval units earlier yeah, exactly. So, like a lot of the a lot of the perks that each culture has matches the cultures in actual life. So, which is, which um, is funny because because they have this like verisimilitude. It's like, oh, America, they get access to you know like like democracy is lower on the tech tree for 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 America. Uh, but you get these weird anachronisms like you know Abraham Lincoln le- leading a group of like cavemen. Yeah. Um, and, and also the fact That's that, awesome. like, in any given yeah. situation, the Indians led by Gandhi are sons of bitches. Like, they're the most <laughs> militaristic in the entire yeah, world. you wouldn't really think Gandhi is a military leader, but... <laughs> but here we are. Had, had to pick somebody from India, and Daler Mendy doesn't have the charisma. <laughs> but, how, uh... Um, how do yeah. they deal with cultures that um, either dropped out of prominence or ceased to exist, like the Ottoman Empire? Uh, they just ignore that. So it's kind of like what Cole was talking about, where there's a lot of anachronisms. So like, uh, the Roman Empire is a culture you can as so, you know, you can play as them and dominate through the two thousands, and they can build planes and go to space. So yeah, yeah. Can you ever get like the Stone Age people versus the modern age people? No, everyone updates at the same time. Aww. But yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Lame. 
I mean, I su- well, okay. I suppose if you have Stone Age people who are still alive at the end of the game, uh, then you could have them fight. <laughs> uh, like like a tank or something. Yeah, isn't like, that basically Afghanistan? Well, <laughs> it's, 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 it's like the last samurai. You know, they're gonna they're they're gonna gun everybody down and convert them to Scientology. Um, but uh, <laughs> but but yeah, no, it's it, it's it's not like you know every, everybody kind of advances down the tech tree at a different time depending on depending on what you do. And mm-hmm. if you if you bite off more than you can chew, uh, you, you know, difficulty wise, it's not like uncommon in certain areas of the game to have like pikemen fighting against like tanks yeah i mean in real life the pikemen would literally have no chance no matter what they did you can't pierce that type of armor do they have it straight up they instantly die or do they kind of fudge it well the nice thing is as far as like military that you can build, there's usually attack units and defensive units. Um, so like the pikemen and archers are more defensive units, and uh, other people, the like I don't know, it's like um, I forget what they're called. Maybe like knights or tanks or um, uh, I don't know what other examples are, are like attacking people. And so there's kind of a a, a nice thing where say you want to attack somebody who's next to you. Well, if you send a bunch of your knights and then you fight their archers, you'll probably get killed. Or if they attack you, the attackers have like a low defense, and so they'll get slaughtered if they're attacked and they don't do the attacking. And so um, a lot of times it's smart to build an attack unit and a defensive unit and send them together. Yeah. And so there's there's some nice things like that. Or um, one thing that's interesting too is like for whatever the unit is, if you build three of them, you can combine them into one unit, and so then that forms like a stronger individual unit, and that kind of makes it a better person. Yeah, um, there's there's also like a unit can become a veteran too. Yeah. Oh, okay. So if your unit or whatever wins a certain number of battles. Uh, their attack and defense will be upgraded, and if they win even more, they'll get perks. Um, either they can move farther, or they uh, can see the defense of a city, like see what number the defense of the city's at, or yeah. they can, I don't know, X, Y, Z. But um, because every, yeah. like every every battle, I mean, like on one hand it's a roll against the others, but you know each each different unit has stats, you yes. know, and, and they're and they're modifiers. But like theoretically. A pike man could defeat a tank. Yes. Okay. But uh, yeah, like the, you know, like the, the the idea that like oh it's a pike man or oh it's a tank, it's not like they're 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 not simulating anything. They're just abstractions for like sure. you know sure. we've reached this level of yeah. So 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 it's not supposed to be like like Arma two or anything. This but, isn't like a Deadliest Warrior or what? What is that show? Yeah. Is it Deadliest Warrior? Yes. That's an amazing. I could watch that show. The all Ultimate day. Warrior, like the wrestler. See, it it bothers me that they don't keep track. They don't consider context in that show. What are you but, thinking of, David? Yeah, you can't just say something like that and not give an example. What do you? What example are you thinking of? Well, um, for example, um, when comparing the um, the IRA to the uh, Taliban, they ruled that the um, oh pipe bombs were a more effective um, weapon than IEDs. Um, because they were more likely to kill people. However, in practice, it's actually the opposite. It's much more effective to maim a target because then you have you tie up their medevac 
resources and also um, people tend to remember a person walking around, you know, maimed a lot longer than they remember someone who died. So, I mean, as horrible as it is, it's much more effective militarily uh, to maim someone than it is to kill them. The old, the old guerrilla warfare. I love the assumption that the Taliban has medevac. Oh, I'm not, the I'm US. not saying that. I, I mean, they want to make the, in our case, the Americans medevac people. Gotcha. They, they, also, they also seem to always go pro-American and anti uh, anybody in the Middle East on that show, <laughs> I find, at least. <laughs> See, I, have they done a direct... Um, I, I haven't watched a lot of the episodes. Have they done a direct conflicts like that? The only one I recall that is America was like, it's like uh, Navy SEALs versus Spetnaz. Uh, they did one where it was um, it was between Israelis and Americans, um, but I forget what groups they were. It might have been SWAT and and like Mossad, maybe. See, I don't know what it is, but like I am so much more comfortable with those kind of things, like you know, like Command and Conquer Generals or Civilization. You know, thinking about the violence, thinking about the logistics of that because it is so abstract. But when somebody says like, "Oh God, what if the IRA went up against fifteen, you know?" Iraqi children civilians. It's like, ah, like it'd be shitty. Like people would die either way. I don't. I, I don't know. <laughs> like, like for like for some reason, I can accept it when it happens in a video game. But when I see like somebody like glorifying it on a TV show, it's like, oh, I don't know. It just makes it makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. See, yeah. I mean, to me, it's interesting. I guess as martial arts, because when in order to understand why someone fights um, the way they do, you have to understand, you know, their situation, stuff like that. So, or, or, or even I mean, just like on a purely academic level, like reading about that stuff. Like if I if I if I if I if I stumbled across that article, like you know, just on Instapaper, you know, like you know, or Flipboard or something like that, just kind of like going around, like why IEDs are effective or why a pipe, you know, just like I, I would read that and be like, huh, that's edifying. But for, for but for some reason, seeing a, like like hearing like a and then with that voiceover and like the quick rapid cuts and like some some, some fucking hilljack talking about like oh but or kill them all. It's like, uh, it's like it just like it feels gross. Like I, I I don't know. I'm not judging you guys for watching it, but just kind of like I used to have such a tolerance for it, but like less and less so as as I kind of like it just like think about it more. Yeah, Fair I can enough. see that. Sorry, no, I, I didn't mean to be like a, again a Debbie Downer or, a, or, or a, you know. No, no, I mean <laughs> I, I I definitely think. Some some of them more than others. Like the ones that are like, you know, straight up like those fantasy matchups or like knight versus ninja, not so much. But like the one, uh, the one where, the, you know, they had one that was like one of the groups was like the Colombian, uh, you know, cartels, mm-hmm. and they're like, yeah, this this is how how we would, you know. Ritualistically kill some, uh, slit someone's throat and um, pull their tongue out through the gash. You know, if we were to have at one point had done this to people, yeah, hypothetically, hypothetically, yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's like that. Like that's the reason why. Like you know, I feel I feel a little bit hypocritical because a lot of Breaking Bad, at least in at least for a couple of the seasons, centered around like violence along the border with cartels and stuff like that. And like you can't get anywhere near the border without being beheaded. No. Like you just, it can't happen. Basically. Like, 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 basically, you just do, do, so your 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 head's gonna come off like a, like a fucking dandelion. Doesn't matter. But 
for some reason, just like that discomfort, you know, heightens the drama of it. But, you know, it doesn't, it, it hardly feels like it's glorifying it, except when Walter yeah, White does I, I think it. it's it's one of those things where if you, if you can't understand why it happens, it, it's at least helpful to understand how it happens. I guess, yeah. Kind of explains some of the morbid fascination. Yeah. But it's fun in Civilization because it's just dice rolls and, and all of that. <laughs> <laughs> and we segue back. From three-point range! <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very cartoony. It's not, yeah. you don't take the violence seriously in it. And and and, now, it, and it's funny because like it's it's like soup's not racist either. Like everybody talks in the same dialect. So you know you have Gandhi and everybody talking about you, you know it's like like coming and approaching. So 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 there's that too. Huh. Yeah. Wait, so like uh, Gandhi does have an Indian accent. No, no, he's you know, he's not like thank you. Come again to my you know cultural victory. I don't know. He's not doing that. Jeez, fucking yeah, there shit. there are I mean, no like uh, English or otherwise. There's no words uttered from the people in the game. Right. It's all sounds. Yeah, so they're it's they're like kind of like speak- yes, yeah, similish. But but yeah, like the the thing that's remarkable and just uh, man, this is like a blast from the past because I I got it um, in January of 2010. Okay. For fifteen dollars on the DS, and what's what's amazing about it is that no matter what platform it's on, it doesn't lose any features. Okay, like the the version of CivRev that is on the DS, and consequently is also on the i the iPhone and the iPad, um, has all of the same units, all of the same commands, all of the same breadth depths and you know breadth depth and scope as the like PC console version. Okay. Which is really, really cool. I mean, like the, the graphics obs are gonna be more primitive. But I played it, you know, to death <laughs> on the on the uh, on the DS, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's fun. So if you haven't played it, you can play it if you want. It is seventeen dollars on, on the console, rainforest. Apparently. Yeah. I recommend the DS version if you can get a hold of it. I mean if you can, if you can stomach the graphics, it's it's uh, it's really great. What's funny? What's funny is I, I actually just I, you know during during Steamus I bought uh, I bought Civilization Five because it was like seven dollars. I bought so many fucking games during Steamus. <laughs> <laughs> like it was crazy. <laughs> it was ins- like oh Stalker's fifty cents. Bye. <laughs> Wait. Oh, did you pick up Stalker? Yeah, yeah. I got Stalker, and I think I got all the. I like. I, I, I at least got the first Stalker. I might have got Pripyat too. Like I don't even think I have a computer that can run it, but I bought it. <laughs> nice. It's the thought that counts. I guess. Of. No, when I got when I got the stand when I got the standing desk that I'm standing at and talking to you right now, um I also got another desk um to sit across, you know, to sit on the other side of the room, and I have my I have my old MacBook on that uh with running Windows for like for like gog stuff. So yeah, Civ Rev, like what like what brought you to that? Where did you just see it in a store and think like, "Oh man, I want a piece of that." I hadn't played a game in a while. And I was expressing this fact to uh, my friend Max Schlochter, friend of the show. Um, and I was at his house, and he had a copy of the game, so he let me borrow it. And so then I played it. Neat. Yeah. Nice. Cool. It's, it's fantastic. This, this is completely different than Age of Empires, right? Oh, yeah. Yes. That's a more real-time strategy one, right? Yeah. Yeah, but it's it's similar. Like, uh the only difference is there's more an emphasis on your connected empire, I guess. Yeah. Hmm. Like, Age of Empires, the overarching goal is kill everybody. Like, like Age of Empires is more, it's, it's, it's like Starcraft in that it's about skirmishes and stuff like that. Like there's, oh, okay. there's a very small map, whereas this is the entire world. 
Yeah, you can't like found that. cities and stuff like that. You just build bases. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. Sweet. Um, awesome. Um, is that all you've been playing, Ben? Yep. Can I do mine? Because it's real short. Sure. Do it. So I spent um, the past two weeks building the new website, and I haven't been playing any games, except I, I had to play some Earthbound for Watch Out for Fireballs. Um, so I did that while files were uploading and, and such. Um, so today, realizing I needed something to talk about for this show, um, I downloaded the demo for Tony Hawk's Pro Skater HD. Oh, <sighs> yes. <laughs> um, I played it for a little bit, and it's Tony Hawk. <laughs> it's, it's I, I thought you were going somewhere else with it i guess <laughs> no it's it's it's, it's totally yeah that makes sense yeah i mean just okay okay so the so the so the team they just like hey well let's let's take the old tony hawk maps from 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 one and two um which are which are you know really good i mean i'm on, I'm on the record of saying tony hawk 2 um is is fantastic and let's give it an you know an hd update and put it out. Um, my, my my first comment is that the demo is kind of whack because like it doesn't even let you play through an entire two minute like two minute match like speed match. It just like cut me off and said buy the full game to finish this. What? <laughs> but but uh, it's funny how you it's funny how you fall back into like the you, you fall back into the rhythm of it because oh, yeah. I, I I played so much I played so much of that era of Tony Hawk and like I've, I've tried playing some of the more recent ones, but I just, I just like, there's, there's so many different moves and like, what's a, what's a revert and like all this kind of stuff. Like all I need is kickflips, grabs, spins and manuals and grinds. That's it. You know, <laughs> I don't need all this other stuff. I don't need to like you friend need to play SSX. And, and <laughs> but, but I sit back down to it. And, you know, it's just kind of like, oh, boy, I mean, I, I, I sucked, like I, I was bailing left and right. But it's like, oh, this is this is really, really familiar. I was a little bit uh, trepidatious uh, or, you know, I had a little bit of trepidation. Uh, there we go. Because uh, because I wanted to play it on the on the PS3, but I guess it's not on the PlayStation 3 because it's part of the summer of arcade. Uh, so it's Xbox exclusive right now. Um, but uh, because I like the PS3 controller more for that kind of game because you can get to the buttons quicker. It's a little bit less bulky. But then I realized I played most of my Tony Hawk on the Dreamcast anyway. Oh, um, man. That was actually my first introduction to Tony Hawk. The first time I saw it was at a friend's house on the Dreamcast. Yeah, and and the you know the Dreamcast controller and the Xbox 360 controller are startlingly startlingly similar, um, and so it was kind of like oh this is more comfortable than I than I think you know than than I thought. Um, the, the 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 physics are a little janky. Like you fall, you like like when you bail, you go like full ragdoll as opposed to adding like, <laughs> the, the, the canned animations. But like it doesn't That's go like no! real life. Dude. If skaters fall off their board, they just shut everything off. Yeah, they shut everything off, and their body loses all mass. Oh, and they'll clip through geometry, no problem. Um, well, you're at safety, yo. Know, if you don't resist it, you just kind of absorb the impact, and you know, well, it's, it's why you're less likely to get injured. It's why drunk drivers survive crashes more often. One of the exactly. fantastic injustices of this of this awful world that we live so in. Drunk drunk skaters, you know, survive <laughs> crashes more often. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, of like the two partial rounds that I played because it had, it made me boot out and then get back and like load back in to actually play the game again. Oh, I hate <laughs> it when demos do that. I'm not going to, I'm not going to drop like 15 bucks on it. Cause like, I wasn't impressed enough to be like, oh, you know, I'm going to buy this when I have Tony Hawk two and my Dreamcast <laughs> hooked up to that same TV and I could play the actual game that I want to play, you, you know? 
Yeah. <laughs> and the can, issue, I, I, can I just say philosophically, I comment on when, when demos do that, that they only give you really a a part of a part of a part of the gameplay and then like completely eject you out of the game to, you know, to do it. It's like going to Kroger and they have a sample out and they let you chew it for five seconds and say, now spit it in the trash. <laughs> spit it out. Spit it out. Like, like the no dog sense. you are. <laughs> Oh man, you actually eat the samples at, at places like Sam's and stuff like that? Oh yeah, the Kroger marketplace closest to my house is just always brimming with samples and it's yeah. it's wonderful. Here, have some of this garbage. Have some of this garbage that I put out. Like yeah, I'm wearing gloves, but I'm probably like I probably haven't changed them for like a little bit and like everybody who walks by like <laughs> no, they, actually, leans over well, it and gets I, their I dander say, no, on no, it. This is better, but it's probably not better. They just have it sitting out so you can kind of like self-make the samples. No. <laughs> Dude, well, it's like it's, it's like it's little like, cubes of cheese on toothpicks yeah, and none of them are touching each other. So you just little, grab little, the toothpick little, and, cu- little cubes of cheese that have people's fingerprints on them and and sausage that is covered with people's dander as they lean over it and decide, "Oh, I don't want that." Yeah, you're I eating dander sausage. You're eating dander sausage, Dennis. <laughs> Compared to some of the things I eat, though, that that's that's not even <laughs> unless you're eating literal garbage. Oh, man. <laughs> there, there, there's a taco truck that comes through town called Casadores. That it's like <laughs> it's a taco truck. It's a tra- it's a taco truck that has an Italian name. <laughs> <laughs> No, Casadores? No, that's Smash. Oh, you said Casadores. Oh, did I say? I'm sorry. I think that's another place in town. No, um, Casadores. Sorry. <laughs> Unless you're eating literal there's, garbage. There's Casadores. There's Casadores, and then there's Casador Sands, which is Japanese. <laughs> Japanese tacos. <laughs> wow. Oh man. A lot of no. culture in Huntsville. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh gosh! That's no, it's funny. actually kind of disturbing because you know I I go there to eat, but with the name, all I can think of are those horrifying wasps from um, Fallout. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. What are those called? Oh, those that's are called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Not bloat flies. What's that? What game is but that? Those no, were also yeah. Those were those were those were New Vegas, but not quite as horrifying. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, I heard horrifying insects. I was like, well, I never thought about how they were in the sack, but... <laughs> oh, wow. That's probably the worst joke I've ever made. I apologize. shot. I, I legitimately did think that. that that's, that's, an, that's an honest story. <laughs> True story. <laughs> so yeah, that's about it. Maybe download the demo, like, <laughs> live 90 seconds of your youth and then put it away and delete it. Because um, <laughs> that's all it's going to let you live. Wow. Uh man. Manzies. Okay, um so my question is um w- which of you has more games to talk about, Dennis or David? I have one. And I also have one. All right. Mine's, mine's Tetris. David, what's up? <laughs> I cannot top that. <laughs> This is a, a hard-hitting blog. <laughs> we play the games that others won't. <laughs> yeah, every um, games from decades ago. <laughs> I think I think that's all there is to say. I downloaded the Tetris Deluxe thing uh, on, on PSN. I was looking. I was looking for games with good couch co-op, and uh, and my wife kind of likes those puzzle games, and so I thought, well, you know, she's very familiar with Tetris, as is everyone in America. So we downloaded it. We we battle. Um, it's Tetris. There's not, you know, not much else to say. I, no. The one thing I'll say is I'm very impressed at my capacity for playing the same 
you know, battle over and over and over. You know, it's oh yeah, it's a simple game, but you know, just the competitive side to it. I'd, I'd never played Tetris uh, Battle before, um, so that that made it even more addicting, if that's possible. And so you decided to do something competitive with Jen. I know. Go figure, right? Yeah, I know. She's asking for trouble. Come She's on. pretty passive, though, so she probably wasn't into it, right? <laughs> no, I, I, I never got punched in the shoulder or anything. Yeah. Like that. No, she she wasn't just on here a month ago calling me a transsexual. Don't worry. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Go back and listen to the end of the of the episode entitled Jen. <laughs> oh god she so so she she's talking to me about that she's like i didn't make it into the episode did i and i was like you might have. <laughs> not into the episode she's proper. like well did they include all of it and i was like how much do you think is all of it and she's like i talked to him for like five minutes right nope <laughs> well I'm glad she doesn't listen to the podcast <laughs> I, I walked her through some of her quotes and she was laughing pretty hard so <laughs> you gave me permission okay so like yeah. like I, I am i am out i i am i am i am beyond reproach and i didn't use everything so there you go yeah yeah um, <laughs> no she, she 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 was and continues to be a good sport about it so we'll we'll continue that but yeah it's it's tetris Try it if you haven't yet. <laughs> try try it if you've never played Tetris before. I think um, that, that's like a test to get to the internet that you have to have played Tetris at some point. So this is literally just called Tetris. Yeah, it might be like yeah. Tetris H- HD or Tetris Deluxe or something like that. No, I'm grabbing it for the show Tetris notes and it's called 3D. Tetris. Well, there was there was Tetris Sphere um, for the uh, for the uh, uh, Super Nintendo. Yeah, no, for the Nintendo 64. Did you Wait, say was this like survival or horror Tetris? <laughs> tetris? Tetris sphere. No, Tetris tet- Tetris sphere sphere is like spherical. Oh, I heard fear. T- yeah, Tetris sphere. Spherical. Yeah. <laughs> have, have you ever read about the Tetris effect? No, Just I was about ready the- to talk about that because I I, I I certainly suffer from it. I've lived it. <laughs> <laughs> no, like do, do you do you guys get this? Have oh, you yeah. have you heard about it? Do you know about it? Like where you oh. lay down and you dream of Tetris. Yeah, I've I've done it with Match Three when I was like playing Bejeweled and Puzzle Quest and other Match Three games all at the same time. Yeah, no, um, I like I go on Tetris tears. Like I have the DS Tetris that costs like you know seventy dollars now if you want to buy it new. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and 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 just like I'll play it. And I'll play it right before bed because that's when I do most of my like handheld gaming. And I'll fall asleep and I'll just like throughout my, throughout my entire night just play rounds of tetris in my head and what's funny is like i never give myself enough pieces to lose it's just this constant i don't i don't know like where the random number generation in my head comes from that gives me exactly the piece that i need to like keep it interesting still but just like and i'm not like exerting any kind of control over it i'm not like put that piece here it's like i'm it's like i'm observing a a, a never-ending game of tetris where the where the blocks never rise above the halfway mark Okay. You know, it's it's a way to create order from chaos, which is ultimately what we all really crave, right? And, wow, that <laughs> suddenly got deep. Well, no, oh, yeah. I just, but 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 it's you know it's any kind of like pattern, it's any kind of like uh, repetitive you know, you know kind of thing. They've 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 done studies on the Tetris effect. I think where this was coined was um, like Ted like Tetris playing enough Tetris to get into that like uh, like theta wave zone kind of you know 
meditative trance type state where you're not thinking about anything. It's just, you know, like, like maximum effect for minimum effort, mm-hmm. like doing that to where you can actually get the Tetris effect to happen has a really positive, a positive effect for people suffering from PTSD. Huh? Okay. Yeah, really? It's, I mean, it's basically meditation. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it, it's it's the same. It's the same brain waves that are that, that are um, active when you're doing um, when you're doing uh, you know awareness meditation or any kind of like mindfulness kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah I think it, it, it's right in that like level seven to nine zone where it's 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 moving fast enough that you don't really have time to overthink, but it's it's slow enough that you're not getting yourself into trouble. That yeah. I'll notice that my eyes almost like unfocus a little bit. And I'm looking less at like just the different pieces and more kind of just at the board in general. And yeah, it, it, it's a it's a it's a great game. And it's it amazes me. That's probably the one game that I can think of that has stood the test of time so unchanged. Like yeah. Mario is is as popular now as he ever was, but it's because he's done all these reinventions, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah, I think he'd be popular either way. But that certainly helps. People still look, like look back fondly on it, but but I mean Tetris it's evolved and they and they've done a bunch of like rule changes and that's like that's not like a new thing. Like there like there are multiple versions of Tetris even on the NES. You know, mm-hmm. like there's like Tecmo Tetris and a bunch of different stuff. Um, you know, like there have been a bunch of different rules, but the base game, like where if you just like if you just go in and you say, you know, like it's like going to Starbucks, give me a give me a tall drip. I want to play mm-hmm. just Tetris. Like that game is still the same, and it will always have that same appeal. Have we had like the, the the conversation about Tetris being the penultimate dad game? The way you mean dad game? Yeah, it's a dad game. Uh, we might have. I, I know that 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 absolutely is true. Yeah, no, I mean when I when I got my Game Boy, and I, whenever I'd go over to my dad's, um, you know, whenever you'd have a week, you know, I would be there for the weekend or whatever. I'd take my Game Boy because that's the kind of person I was, and I'd be playing Super Mario Land two. Dad would say, "Hey, let me see your Game Boy. Can I play some Tetris?" Like, okay, Dad, Dad, it's ten o'clock at night. Can I have my Game Boy yeah. back, please? <laughs> and then Shane, fucking Shane, at Karen's at the at the, at the at the daycare at the the babysitter that I went to, fucking stole my Tetris game. Shane. <gasps> He oh stole it. He, it's gone forever. He arrested for child abuse. He, a child abusing another child. <laughs> no, I <sighs> literally I had that story happen almost verbatim when I got my uh, Game Boy Pocket for Christmas. Was we got two games, Tetris and NHL '96 or whatever it was, and that's my dad was playing Tetris until you know midnight every night. Love it. So good. So good. I get the Tetris effect with. Uh, um, I got it real bad with with Minecraft. Um, where okay. I, where mm-hmm. I play games of Minecraft in my head um, when I have my eyes closed and like when I was drifting off to sleep and strangely enough um, EverQuest actually yeah because because like I'll, I'll often do this thing like I don't know if you guys do this I might just be revealing some kind of like deep seated psychosis but uh, but I'll think about some like location or place from my you know from my childhood like my like my grandma's trailer um, you, you know like the, like the you know the mobile home that she lived in my grandparents rather or like my, my old like middle school which was this like awful like medieval building <laughs> it was <laughs> you know? awesome it was great yeah yeah just had nothing but black mold at asbestos the whole way down and like and i would and i would like w- like <laughs> mentally walk through and think like okay go in the front door and here it is to the left here is to the right just like explore in my head like this recreation of like what it was like at this time when i was in fifth grade and i would do the exact same thing with everquest like different zones and stuff oh, from yeah. that like just like wandering around in my head like and and that was there and that was there EverQuest part part of the thing was just the fact that there were no maps and the degree to which it 
didn't make any effort to help you find things. And, oh. like, would just screw you over if you got lost. I feel like that's maybe a lot of it. Oh, bingo card. Uh, I do the same thing for Dark Souls now because there's no map for that. <laughs> I have every part of yeah. that game memorized. Uh. Yeah. Although, have you ever um, experienced when you go back to one of those places and it's completely different? Um, n- no. No, no. That is incredibly, incredibly disconcerting. Oh, no. I, I mean, I've, I've had, like, in games where they've done that, like, for deliberate effect, like in Silent Hill games, when they when they, when they they mess with state, space and time and, like, this house of leaves kind of way. Um, but, like, gone back and it's been entirely different. And then, no, not really. I've, I, I, don't, I don't know. Oh, you guys, you guys want to hear um, going back to a place and having it be different? This is completely unrelated to anything with video games. Um, <laughs> wait, wait, wait! Were, were, were you talking about were you talking about video games, David, or were, or were you talking about just like in general, where like you go to a place where you were before and like it's not how you remembered it? Uh, more in general, but I mean, more yeah, more in general than anything else. Oh yeah, it's it's it's, it's old playground syndrome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dennis, my Tetris game is Doctor Mario. You you're playing uh, Doctor Mario competitively, like like with with Burke, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. I couldn't keep up. I like. I, could, I couldn't even like watch it. I got nauseous. Did you? Uh, were, did you bear witness to uh, our Doctor Mario playing? Oh God, yeah, yeah. No, I, I I saw it once. I thought I could hold my own, but you no, no. It's that's not. Doctor Mario is the one where it's like um, match two colors thing. Yeah, th- uh, four in a row, and okay. the, each pill has two colors. Might be the same. Might be different. Is it um, is it uh, score based like the uh, chain reactions and stuff like that? Yeah. So if you're playing with two people, it's similar to a Tetris. Where what happens if is if you get um, like two four things in a row, it'll drop uh, two pills on the other person. And if you get oh, okay. like three, it'll drop three. If you get four, it'll drop four. And so you learn how to hurt the other person. See. It's it's pretty similar to to, to Puyo Puyo Pop or uh, Doctor Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine, actually. I'll take I, your word for it. Yeah, I my my Tetris thing was um, Puzzle Pirates. Uh, I love the um, I don't know if any of you ever played it. The the sword fighting. No, no. Oh, ba- basically the the game in short was uh, you get together with people on a ship and it's like an MMO, uh, you know, ship combat type thing. But all of the rules on the ship are governed by puzzles. Yeah. Um, and so ultimately, in the course of combat, you'd be fighting. But eventually, it always got down to boarding the other person's ship. And boarding was basically... Uh, I, I don't know exactly. It was a rule set of Tetris where basically different colored bricks would um, uh, match, would drop down, and you try to... Um, pile up the same colors together and then every so often breaker bricks would fall down that would remove any connected uh, bricks of the same color and drop them on an opponent Mm -hmm. and so that was how you basically how you sword fought was attempting to uh, drop enough bricks on an opponent that they couldn't keep up. Dr. Mario. That was my Tetris of choice. I'm glad that we all have Tetris games. (laughs) Dr. Mario just out there, you know, just pushing those pills. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I realized that uh, we're, we're looking to, like, entertain more. And so, you know, we're thinking about party stuff today. 
And Tetris is like immediately accessible. Uh, so we just need a couple extra controllers and you can get four player Tetris battles going. Oh, nice. Uh, in the living room for any party. Like people just kind of intuitively know how to play Tetris. Yeah. Yeah, it's like Guitar Hero no longer cool for parties. Eh, that's it alienates people because there's always that one guy up there like who's like just like making too big of a show out of it. it that's usually me. Well, also, also cool. with a high. I said it positive way with a nice I'm sound system. With a nice sound system, it's nearly impossible to play. With or without? With because the the timing is off. Oh, like you can't configure it? Because you can, you can, config, you can uh, configure Rock Band like really, really well. Well, like, you, yeah, I've, I've tried fashion. calibrating leg, but I don't know if it's me or the system, but I just psych myself out. <laughs> and no matter how much I calibrate and tweak and try to like make sure it's perfect or how many times I run the test to auto-calibrate it, I always feel like I'm off. Right. Uh, so I, I just can't play it on a, on a nice sound system, That's which is bad. a shame. See, my, my only, I never actually played Rock Band. My only two memories of it was, you know, going over to Cole's place and, um, well, everyone else rocking out and me proceeding to miss every note, but, um, <laughs> and going to a party once where all I remember is one, like, Asian foreign exchange student, you know, thick accent, but that knew every Lady Gaga song by heart. <laughs> he wasn't even looking at the screen. Oh, oh to man. better times. To better times. Hey, David, what you been playing? Um, I have been playing um the Secret World. Not surprisingly. Yeah, I was, I was, I was interested. I've, uh, since you've talked about it, I've heard a lot on other podcasts about it, and people really, really are reacting positively. I know it's it's it seems like it's kind of um a much more I don't know it's it's much more intelligent. MMO, I think I said that last time. <laughs> so I um, I played through and I uh, beat the first area. Um, basically, the, currently in the game, there's kind of there's three broad like scenarios or whatever, or like story missions, each of which is um, broken up into three areas. So I I beat the first um, first area, the first third of the first story, which Semi, I guess, spoilers, but ultimately results in you know you going out to this like cargo rig to um, you know find the source of this um, you know zombie plague that's infl- uh, afflicting um, Innsmouth. You know, it's 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 fairly um, fairly good. You know, there's there's one boss fight where you know it takes place waist deep in water, and um, the boss gives off this electric field so you have to like jump from like um cargo conten- container to cargo container fighting stuff like that nice so yeah so there's there's some cool stuff but ultimately um you know you beat the final boss and um you know um you're you're being sent there by the um this kind of multinational like um evil super corporation that's Sort of, sort of on your side, but sort of also out from themselves. But who owns the cargo container? So they send out, you know, a um, chopper to bring you back to the mainland, and you know, so it switches this cutscene. You know, your team on the chopper, um, you know, flying back, and all of a sudden, this huge thing comes swooping past the chopper, and you know, knocks it out of the sky. And so then, the actual final boss fight ends up being uh, 
uh, a fight against Cthulhu. Which what? is, I don't know. That's it's, not over the top. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just a little overpowered, especially for the first boss in the game. <laughs> but um, so far, it's it's actually really well done. Um, basically, it's a, the actual fight with him is um, fairly straightforward. You know, tank attacks him, everyone else, or tank gets his attention, everyone else attacks him. But then once he starts getting low on health, he starts um, doing this move where he basically like manipulates rally, and basically you have to. Um, everything goes like misty style, and all you can see is kind of his silhouette and eyes. And you have to like hide behind various out rock outcry croppings and stuff because he can more or less one shot you at that point. And so it's it's very very cooly done. I mean, this sounds like really really grand in scope compared to most RPG you know MMORPGs that I've that I've you know seen or played or any of that. You know. Yeah, I mean. Um, it's hard for me to say, uh, you know, I've never really done much raiding in other MMOs, so I don't know how it compares to um, most others. But, I mean, at the very least, it definitely has giant monsters down pat. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So, um, you're, you're playing as the Templars? Yes, okay. uh, yeah, I'm with the Templar. All right. Although um, you can uh, group cross faction, okay. Um, for the most part, um, from what I've seen, the um, what faction you're part of tends to matter. You you move through the ranks in the faction, and so you very, very um, every so often get a mission from your faction, and then um, a couple of some of the missions when you turn them in, you always turn them into to your faction and so their comments on the mission are a little different okay hmm. so like uh the the templar uh tend to be you know the mo- very overtly you know or uh, kill the demons you know that sort of thing but also tend to kind of be the um complain at you when you're um doing things that are just kind of helping random people okay <laughs> You know, the whole, you know, oh, we're here for a mission. You just can't be helping every innocent person you find. Yeah, Morgan. So, yep. So, um, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, the, the story mission or the adventure uh, mission, I don't know what we should call them. I guess the mystery missions are also continuing to be really, really cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, I uh, found one of them that, uh, you know, just starts giving you various riddles, like one of which, uh, you know, you have to look up a passage in the Bible um, to get the code for a place. Um, uh, some of them, yeah, well, one of them you have to actually die, and then um, while you're in your, like, running back to your body form, go and interact with various ghosts. Okay. <laughs> so, very cool. Uh, the one thing I don't like, though, is I've... The actual character building I've not been able to get with. It feels like a, a number of the. I don't like a number of the weapons. Um, particular. I don't like the magic. Uh, just because I know it's. I I kind of prefer the whole you know low tech you know regular people you know kind of the Batman approach to uh, fighting the forces of darkness. Right. Assault rifle animations are just very, very poorly done. Uh, it's all you know, fi- 
firing the hip Rambo style as opposed to how anyone would ever actually use a gun. Right, it's kind of like uh, if you roll the gun character in City of Heroes. Right, exactly. And it, it's weird, but it just, you know, whenever I, I just can't play as it, it just bothers me. But the problem I've been having is it seems like some of the combinations, especially if you want to solo, you you really rely on certain com- um, combinations. Um, seems like pretty much choosing either assault rifles or elementalism is almost required. Okay. So that's unfortunate. I'm trying to find the trying. I'm trying to find the uh, the system requirements on this, but. Uh... I am not seeing them. It's a subscription model, right? It hasn't gone free to play yet. Give it no, a week. Yeah, it's it's subscription. <laughs> haven't they haven't they said though that it's going to go free to play? See, I'm not sure. Um I haven't seen anything that says that. On the other hand, like what they like um they just released their first content upgrade. All right. And like the way they word it is like, yeah, we're going to have Try to have content upgrades every, I forget how often, for our subscribers. Which okay. is usually how you word it when you have a two-tier approach to the game. Right. So, so like, that struck me as, like, I actually went back to look and, you know, try to figure out, do they have some free-to-play thing? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, no, I mean they they're they're probably just putting that putting that in there just in case. But I could see them really benefiting from like from like the, the the Guild Wars approach where where like the the content up, upgrades they sell those, but in general like there there's no subscription to it. Yeah, I'd be interested to see um I mean, I really like the idea of free to play. I've just never seen it implemented well. Yeah. Um although I do have to say that'd probably be a pretty good implementation. Yeah. I know they, they do have a item store that so far I think is just like clothing and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's what they call it, it's clothing and stuff. You get a clothing and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so Dennis, I understand uh that uh there's something that you want to do. There is. Um I'm not sure I'm comfortable talking to you about that though. Oh. Um, <laughs> There's no. no I also, just like I also there's, have a game for us to play. Um, so, so that that that's that's related to that thing that you want to do, which would be. <laughs> I mean, can I say I it? Play a game. There we go. Cool. Thanks. <laughs> uh, <and laughs> I haven't forgotten. <laughs> I have. I have taken. I have taken the, li- the 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 liberty of naming this, and uh, this game is going to be called Potent Quotables. Can you tell us the rules? <laughs> <laughs> sure. So, um, basically, I, I have several lists of. Um, notable video game quotes um which are just quotes found in in video games not necessarily quotes about video games but quotes from video games uh i am going to read it uh and then i i want you guys to um see who can figure out um what game it's from and um if if there is a specific quoter uh, assigned to it who the character is that says it okay so, so I mean, is there a point system involved? Uh, yeah, I'll I'll be keeping track of of who gets who gets the answer first. Um, although I think I think half the fun of this, like I said, I've got some pretty good uh, quotes in here from more modern games. <laughs> so uh, I think I think uh, half the fun will be in in just kind of discovering, okay, uh, and seeing seeing who actually is able to identify these. But so, I'll, I'll keep track, of course. So you're moderating this. 
Like that is say. that is correct. So I'm gonna I'm gonna start us off. These these quotes are in no particular order, and they're from three different compilations. But uh, I'm I'm going to try to go vaguely from from very easy recognizable ones to um, to more more obscure ones, uh, and we'll we'll see how that goes. So I will I will start out with uh, with one that that should be relatively easy if you guys are ready. Okay. Yeah, sure. But our princess is in another castle. Braid. <laughs> yeah, I think that's technicality. Sadly not Ben. I think I think I heard an actual bell to ring in with. That is an unfair advantage. Okay, I'll put it away. Ben's technically correct. <laughs> he is. That is not what I was thinking of, though, so I will not award the points. Okay. So is that Mario? Or, well, um, Toad and Mario? That is correct. Okay. Toad from Mario. That's a warm-up round. Come on. That's so that probably is... going to be the only one I get this night. <laughs> sure. Um, I guess I there's no so points that. for creativity then. <laughs> I just yeah. I I, I think that, I think that Ben was wrong. Yet he he like okay, okay so so if if it comes down to a tie that that has to count for something. If I'm, if two people tie, say it at the same time. Well, no, no. I just like if, at, at the end of this, I think that I think that for 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 style and for composure and for grace, Ben should you know get something for associating that quote with Braid. I see this as his competitor. I have no, I have, I have no Fair. stock. I have no stock in this. Okay. I think you're just angling so you can get points for the bell later on. <laughs> <laughs> I put the bell away. I put the bell away. All right, you guys ready for number two? Yep. Didn't we have some fun though? Remember when the platform was sliding? Turtle. Yes, I'll finish the quote. When the platform was sliding into the fire pit and I said goodbye and you were like, no way. And then I was all, we pretended we were going to murder you. That was great. So that was Portal. Who said it? Gladys. Very good. The only person who talks in that game. Aside from the turrets. Okay. Ooh, this one, this one actually might be tricky. Um, but I'll uh, I'll let it, I'll, I'll let it out there and, and we'll see because I think a lot of people are going to be able to identify it. I don't know if everyone will be able to get the full information for this. All your base are belong to us. Uh, I don't know which game it's from. Cole, you would know this. Cats from Zero Wing. That is correct. Wow. I know I, the internet I knew memes. Cats. I knew it had zero in it. I could not remember the rest. I, I, I knew like, Cole would know it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's it's a something awful thing, but like like I remember like being like OG, like that was the first meme. Like like yeah. go, like oh, yeah. Goatsy technically predated that, but like I remember being like so like hyped to watch that video over and over again. Yeah, no, yeah, zero, zero wing from its awful translation. Uh, only in Europe, it like when it when it was brought to America, I think it didn't it didn't have that. But uh, but yeah, all right, good stuff. All right, next one, still still in the easy camp, but we we might be getting slightly more difficult. We're all tied, right? Do a barrel roll. Ooh, Star okay. Fox. Star Fox. All right, I heard I heard Star Fox from Ben first, but what is the character? Peppy. It's an annoying frog, oh. right? No, no, that's Slippy. No, 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 it's, uh... We, uh yeah, yeah. No, you were uh, right. You, you were right. Slippy's the frog. I was going to say, don't, don't change that, that No, no, Ben was right. Ben was right. Yeah. Yep. I'm such a good sport. Can I get points for that? <laughs> <laughs> See, I told you he was angling points later on. Um, okay, so right. Ben's up. Um, this, one, this one, I don't know if there's a specific name for it, but buy something, will ya? Um, Bubs. maybe Zelda, maybe. That is correct. 
call and it. And it just says shopkeeper. So I don't know if that was his official name or if that's just a generic name. So point again to Ben. Ben is two ahead. Holy shit. <laughs> All right. This one uh, may be a little more obscure. We're, we're turning up the difficulty. You were almost a Jill sandwich. Oh, about Resident Evil Barry. That is correct. Yep, Barry Burton. <laughs> Which uh, I, I had not heard that quote. Which first. Resident Evil is it? The first one. First one. Just out of curiosity. Oh, okay. Yeah, She's that, almost that, that's why I didn't say two, three. Instead of being like, oh my god, it's you know, well, I'm going to make a quip. You were almost it's a, a Jill sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, the master of unlocking. Um, Okay, that's not, yes, that's not the, even funny. <laughs> I had that one on later on, but I figured I'd only do one from each game. Okay. Um, okay, no no specific quota uh, assigned to this one either. Uh, just a game. You have died of dysentery. Oh, Oregon Trail. Trail. Oh, okay. <laughs> ben yeah. had it, Ben had it. Correct. Wait, could you actually die in that game? Yeah. <laughs> that's a good point. Uh, it just says you have died of dysentery, so... Yeah. Are you... Usually someone in your party would die of dysentery. Yeah. Hmm. Well, you recognized it correctly, so maybe they maybe they fudged it a little. So that's a, they're one of the few games to feature dysentery yeah. as an <laughs> enemy <laughs> or boss. God, Oregon Trail. A key, a key mechanic. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm the Grim Reaper, lardass, and you're my next customer. No more heroes? I was, I was actually thinking that, too, so... Uh, I'm the Grim Reaper. I'm trying to think of what else would have... Can you say it again? I'm the Grim Reaper, lardass, and you're my next customer. That's not That's not Grim Fandango. It no, is what? Grim Fandango. Is it? Can really? You get wow. the name? Oh, Manny Calavera. There you have it. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Wow, okay. Huh. I really need to go back and play that. Oh, it's so fucking good. It's so good. <laughs> Impossible so to get a hold of. So we have uh, Ben with four, um, Cole with three, and David with one so far. And I'm I'm going to well let's see I might have I might have one or two more on this list, uh, and then I'll move over to the modern games, which I think is where the real the real meat of this is. Uh, no, you know what? I'm just gonna I'm gonna go straight to the modern games. Oh boy! Huh. All right. <clears throat> <laughs> so you're Julius's new boy, huh? You don't look like much, but then again, I don't look like I have an eight-inch cock. So I guess we're both full of surprises. <laughs> uh. Is that Kane and Lynch? No. <laughs> uh, You're thinking the right attitude in terms of game. Uh, Julius. Julius. It's a franchise we're all familiar with. Julius. 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 Not, I mean, it's not Grand Theft Auto. Close. Saints. Is it Saints Row 3rd? It is Saints Row. Oh, so it's like Did Saints, Saints Row. play Saints. any of them other than the third one? No. Yeah, it's a weird thing. I'm going to say two, but... Who is... Uh, I'll, I'll give you one guess for the, uh, the person. The main character. I don't I don't know. <laughs> oh, um... Johnny Gat? Uh, what's his name? Gat? There you go. Yeah, Johnny Gat. Nice. So I will give I will half a point to Ben and half a point to David. Actually, that was me uh, that that I, that I said. I, I I said it. It was me and David. What's that? It was me and David. I said Saints Row. He's, 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 David said uh, Johnny Gat. Did you say Johnny Gat? I said Johnny Gat too. But give it to David. Oh, I didn't. I didn't hear the. I didn't hear it from you. Skype. Them's them's the the hard 
breaks or something. Okay, um... Uh, let's see. It ain't no secret I didn't get these scars for falling over in church. Uh, maybe, um, Red Dead Redemption. That is correct. Can you guess the character? Uh, I would guess the main character, but... Do, do you want a name? John yes, Marston. There you go. Nice. Hmm. Ben is running away with this yeah, one. Really? Wow. I think we're up we're up a point and a half now. Alright guys, now we need to market this into a full time job. <laughs> <laughs> we'll end on this one. I think I, I don't think you can really beat this one. So this is this is the final one. Um <clears throat> I I'll, uh, I'll I'll see if I can do the voice for it as well. He was once engaged to my sister, but his casa was engaged to six others. Grand Theft Auto 4? Cousin! Yeah, that's, it's probably the worst accent I've ever done, but... Roman? Like, like from Grand Theft Auto 4? No. Oh, can, you, can you do it again? This is, this is aiming for an Italian accent. And I'm just going to say that because I can't do the accent. Aiming for it. He was once engaged to my sister, but his casa was engaged to six others. Is it a Grand Theft Auto? No. Italian game featuring a Playboy lead. Mario? <laughs> <laughs> I've got... I, 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 I the have... hidden pipes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. From this pipes. generation. From this generation with an Italian protagonist? Italian protagonist that's also kind of a playboy. Oh, man. Uh, this this one might take a leap of faith. Is it not? Is it just cause? No. Okay. The answer might be harder than finding a needle in a haystack. How is that a clue? I've got I've got no idea. <laughs> what game is is, is, is the game out? I'm Hays- about to stab you guys for not getting this. Haystack Calhoun. I don't <laughs> say again. Hey, Stax Calhoun, he was a, he was a, he was a wrestler in the 1930s. <laughs> Come on, leaps of faith. Hey, Stax, stabbing people, being Italian. It's, Holy oh, shit! Oh, oh Assassin's Creed. Assassin's, 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 yeah. Assassin's Creed too. I heard I heard it from David. Oh boy! <laughs> Wait, fucking Ezio doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> I heard. I, I think I heard it from David. Everyone kind of erupted at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Dave, I think David had it. Yeah. Say your guess one more time, David. Yeah, uh, it's not screen. I see. How the hell we pronounce his name? <laughs> there Ezio. we go. Ezio, and he they gets get it. it. Yes, uh, uh, is Ezio from Assassin's Creed? Excellent. Fucking shit. I will give. I will give two points since that's the last one, and you got both of them. <laughs> so let's see. That that concludes the quotes game. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I, I, I've always been very surprised, or, or when I when I played Assassin's Creed 2, I was always very surprised at how, like, cocky and edgy they tried to make the main character. Like, I'm pretty sure people didn't talk like that in Renaissance Italy, but that's that's cool. <laughs> I'm I, like, uh, my, my 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 favorite quote. And I think this is what we need to leave this off of. But like Assassin's Creed 2, you know, the 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 the, the writing's really good, even even if like the majority of the characters aren't that memorable. But uh, but Assassin's Creed 2 is great because when Ezio is still like a cocky young, you know. Montague or whatever, walking through the streets mm-hmm. of Florence, um, his his mom says, "Ezio, you need to find some interest." And 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 as he says, 
um, mother, I have plenty of interests. She said, interests that aren't vaginas. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> holy shit. <laughs> so good. So if I tallied right, we have David with 4.5, Cole with 5, and Ben with 6. So really, really a tight packed race there. Nice. Wow. You know what that well means, done. right? We have to do it again. That was pretty fun. Yeah, I just need I need to find more quotes. There were there were plenty that I didn't get to, but I think I hit the some of the memorable ones. Okay. Oh, did I do you spoon any bard? I would have gotten that immediately. You, you uh, did, you did. I meant to see. I forget which one. Final though. Fantasy Four was Tella the Sage. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I must. Uh, I, I meant to do that when I saw it. I was like, oh yeah, that's got to be there. But yeah, just realized. Anyway. Anyway. That was episode number one hundred and fifty nine of Stand Under the Don't Tree and Riddle Me This, a podcast about video games. Um, so what can you do? What can you do? You can get a hold of us at the new website. That's stuckfeed.tv still. Um, there's the contact form. There's all the, uh, you know, all the old episodes and such. Um, uh, my, my, my plea for help running tech support on this. If you see a problem, please let me know about it. If you liked, uh, Dennis's quote game, let us know about that and we'll bring it back. If you have quotes that you want to suggest, you can use the contact form and we'll, we'll bring it in. That's all good. You know, we want to respond to what you have to say. Um, in general, from that site, you can find our iTunes. You can subscribe to us there. Uh, that really helps us out, as do ratings and reviews, whatever you might give us. You can go to our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash don't tree riddle and uh, support us there. Um, and if you want to go to uh, duckfeed.tv slash tip jar, um, we're not going to ask you to give us money, but if you're going to be buying anything off of Amazon, uh, you can use the link there and we get a 4% kickback from that. That helps defray the cost of bandwidth and et cetera, et cetera. Um, and I think that's about it, except for just keep on listening because we really, really like it when you do that. Uh, the numbers have been up a lot recently, so there are more of you who are tuning in and that is great to see um, as things just get better and better. So, um, you can follow me on Twitter. I'm at, I am at Cole Ross. That's K-O-L-E-R-O-S-S. Uh, Dennis? I am at D-Furia, D-F-U-R-I-A. Cool. Ben, you are? At Merkelizer. Yes. And you're due for a new toot in, I believe, October, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. I'll start thinking about it. <laughs> his, his, don't, don't let him lie. His bedroom wall is just covered with post-it notes, kind of outlining quote ideas. Yeah, like, like color pieces <laughs> it's, it's of like string. It's like a beautiful mind in there. Cream rises to the top. <laughs> <laughs> that will not be his October quote. No, no, no. no. Yeah. <laughs> so for DTR, my name is Cole Ross. I'm Dennis Furia. David Mysmith. Ben Merkel. <laughs> I love it when it works out. I don't have to edit around it. it. Yay! Love it when a plan comes together. Be victorious and be safe. Thank you. <laughs>